And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. A new bittersweet episode of Wizards After Dark. Sweet because it's a new episode and because I have the GOAT guest Ben Standig on the line. Uh, Bitter because it's the last episode of Wizards After Dark ever. And it's a, I will say it's a very special moment though. Ben, Ben and I have turned on our cameras on Skype for this one. It's the first time we've had the cameras on. I can actually, normally I just hear Ben's cat incessantly on the podcast now i can see the cat crawling around in the background it's uh <laughs> it's a big it's a big moment for us yeah there's a lot of uh Usef's nonsense going on here per usual um but yeah let, let's not bury the lead what this is the last podcast would you explain why yeah, so you may, if you're listening to this, you may have seen it on Twitter, you may have seen it on the Athletic app, you may have seen it elsewhere, but I am uh, I am leaving the Wizards beat. I'm still going to be with the Athletic, but uh, I've moved to New York, and I am going to be covering the Knicks for the Athletic, effective immediately. The season starts on Monday, and I'll be covering the Knicks. The Athletic's plan, by the way, is to continue covering the Wizards. There will be a replacement for me, the company says. Uh, but uh, you know that that process is is starting up now. Now that I'm moving over to the Knicks, and um, so don't don't leave following the Wizards. Don't leave following the Athletic NBA. There will be Wizards coverage. Uh, just uh, it just won't be me. I'll be over covering the Knicks. So this is a final Wizards After Dark episode. So we're gonna talk a little bit about what's next. And uh, I, I think we're also just going to use this as an opportunity for me and Ben to just fire off three years worth of, uh, of wizard stuff of us working on the wizards together. So who knows? This is, this will be, this will be Ben standing unfiltered. Uh, we have huge news to discuss. I guess this, you could call this an emergency podcast and that's the last one, but I think it's really an emergency podcast because Justin Robinson just signed a two way deal with the bucks. And and I received an actual nine hundred word text me- nine hundred and seven word text message from Ben Standig after Justin Robinson signed with the Bucks. So so it's 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 just news all around. Wait, is that true? Because it's possible. But I was like, wait, did I actually do that? Jeez. That would be it. That would be it. that would be something if I did. The, the um, listeners will never know. Yeah, we'll, we'll never know. Um, yeah, dude. Well, I mean, look, I, I mean, I've already said this to you uh, before, but like, I mean, obviously, big congrats on the gig. I know you wanted to uh, get back to the homeland. Uh, so, it could, uh, you know, sometimes the breaks go go your way. This one did. The fact that uh, the Knicks situation opened up and, uh, you know, it was obvious to me, it was obvious that, you know, you were the guy. So I'm glad I'm glad it worked out. Absolutely bummed on the flip side that, uh, you know, you won't be around to. Uh, see what happens uh with this <laughs> with this wacky team this year have you figured out what your winning percentage was during the time i mean i guess 
last year they were basically 500. Like, uh, but uh, yeah, I, 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 whatever it is, it probably is going to feel like it was worse. That's a good question. So they won 34 last year. They won 25, 25 the year before, and they won 32 the year before. So that's 91 wins. You know, I'll have to. This is really bad podcasting, right? Because the game, the games, the games were not uh, equal. Plus, like those bubble games need to either count six times more or three times less. I don't know which. Um, uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, that was a lot. That that's what you should. Uh, we, we should have done. We should have prepared top ten. Uh, since we only got to do the Usefs and Usefs and nonsense bit once, I guess we should have done the top ten Usefs and nonsense. Uh, moments during Fred's uh, time covering the Wizards. So the the the, the non trade with Memphis has got to be pretty high up on the, the 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 no that not that Brooks that's got to be somewhere up. That on the was. List, but, uh, do you remember that night? I do. I remember where I was and everything. Where were you that night? By what the way, the Wizards' winning was- percentage during my three years on the beat was four oh one. Boy, that seems high. Like I said, um. <laughs> Uh, whatever. I was at NBC Sports Washington doing whatever, and then all of a sudden uh, that happened. I was like, oh, uh, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what's going on? So I was in Brooklyn. They played the Nets that night. And I remember Woj broke the trade like a second after the final buzzer. I was still in my seat uh, going downstairs to go to the postgame press conference. I was like still, I was cleaning up my laptop, and it was like, it was probably one minute after the final buzzer, two minutes tops after the final buzzer and Woj broke the trade. And then and then it starts coming through as, oh, no, it's it's not this Brooks. It's the other Brooks. And then <laughs> and then it looks like Woj might have misreported, but Woj didn't misreport. Someone was miscommunicating something. Uh, and I just remember Austin Rivers pacing back and forth at his locker, thinking that he got traded us interviewing Austin Rivers about getting traded and then finding out that he kind of didn't get traded and then the trade completely falling apart and he actually didn't get traded only to find out that he actually did get traded in another trade the next morning because they executed another trade like eight hours later that was a different variation of the same trade. That was that was like a that was definitely a top five weirdest beat reporting moments of my entire career. Like just just on the weirdness scale, not on the most memorable, not on the craziest, just top five weirdest. I think we, number one weirdest was March tenth, twenty twenty, the night before the season was canceled for the for the pandemic. It was the day before the Rudy Gobert game. The Wizards played the Knicks at home, and Mike Vorkanoff, who was covering the Knicks for us at the time, and I were freaking out the whole time. We were like, "Why are they playing this game?" And we just kept running and washing our hands constantly, not wearing masks because we didn't know we were supposed to not. We didn't think we were supposed to wear masks back then, and uh, that was that was. I think that kind of has to be the weirdest. But that Brooks trade, that is so high up there. Yeah. Uh, Super, super high, high up there. Um, well, so what's the deal? Like, I actually, we, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but I guess I don't really know. The Knicks had a fun year last year uh, for them, but like, what, what's the deal with, 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 with them? Like, me, like, you know, you're going to cover this team, so like, I, I mean, I guess, yeah. So, what's the deal with that? 
They what a question that was. <laughs> well, you think I do this for a living or something? <laughs> <laughs> I would pay extraordinary amounts of money for you to ask a question like that in a football team press conference. Like that. Oh, uh, I what, I did uh, one in training camp. I did one in training camp where I started it with, "Hey, sorry, I zoned out for a little bit." What? I don't, so I don't know if anybody asked this, but <laughs> that that's extraordinary. You know what? You you gotta hand it over to you for the honesty. I I would say so. They were fourth in the East last year. It's going to be really tough for them to be fourth in the East again this year. I mean, Miami got better. I think Boston is going to be better. Who the hell knows what's happening with Philly now that Ben Simmons might not come to training camp? I mean, who the hell knows? But that said, I I still think Philly is a top four, top five team in the East, probably, right? I mean, Maybe they're just broken, uh, but but Atlanta was fifth in the East last year, had the same record as the Knicks. They pulverized them in the playoffs. They ended up beating Philly in the second round, and that's a team that had crazy injuries and got off to a ridiculously slow 14-20 start to the season. Atlanta did, and uh, you know I think there's a chance they could be better. Uh, you know, there's I I don't know if they're gonna make the Eastern Conference Finals again, but they were forty one and thirty one last year. Or whatever the heck they were, like that's like a what? What is that? That's like a forty-eight win pace or something like that. They could win fifty. I mean that that's that's plausible. Uh, the the Knicks, I think, will probably be better on offense than they were last year. They were really really staunch defensively, top five in the league in defense. They they could get there. A lot of it's gonna depend on Mitchell Robinson's improvement, how healthy Kemba Walker is, and how he looks. For M forty A's fit. Uh, and then for the most part, they're kind of just bringing the band back. Like, is Julius Randle's season from last year the new normal, or was that a career year? I don't know. I don't think all anybody right. really knows. Uh, so it's all right. So, so all right. Okay. No, enough of that. This is still a Wizards podcast. Damn straight. Let's talk Wizards. The last one. Therefore, the question is, what is the now that you've mined trading Bradley Beal seventeen different ways? What is the trade proposal you're going to come up with from the Knicks end <laughs> to get Brad? And now you're going to look at it like, oh. Right. RJ Barrett, you know, I don't know. Now, you know, the Wizards <laughs> should look at this guy. So what's the what's the Knicks trade to get Beal to New York now? Technically, I don't have technically, I mean, technically I'm a Knicks beat writer now. That is what my 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 job description technically is Knicks beat writer right now. So that does mean that I'm contractually obligated to come up with a trade for Bradley Beal. That is exactly how this works. What's the Knicks Bradley Beal offer? They don't really have the Bradley Beal offer that they used to because they spent a lot of money for twenty twenty two. So it's it's kind of tough. I mean, it has to include RJ Barrett. It has to include Mitchell Robinson, who's an unrestricted free agent after this year anyway. Uh, but it absolutely has to include RJ Barrett. It has to include Quentin Grimes. And they have some picks. They have they have Dallas's uh, they have a Dallas first rounder moving forward. They have their own first rounders that they could trade. And it would kind of have to be that. And then you have to get the salary to make it work. Probably include that that Fournier deal or something like that to make the salary work. Or uh, Because it's just hard to make a trade with that many players in the regular season if you're going to like aggregate New Orleans Noel and... And and a bunch of other kind of smaller salaries. Uh, so so I I think it would have to be something like that. But I don't think the Knicks are a good trade partner for Beal. And uh, 
it would be difficult, not impossible, because if a team really wants a guy and if a guy really wants a team, it can always find a way to dump salary. But um, it's more difficult now than it used to be them being able to go out and sign a guy to a max deal next summer. So so I, I don't know if they're a good Beal team anymore. Those are my famous last words. Now they're going to get Beal. Although I wonder if this means that the Knicks just have to go get Russell Westbrook now, and then I go have to go cover him in the third city. Yeah. Well, look, that would be amazing if that happens this year, because then, good Lord, what happened with the Lakers? So that would be <laughs> off the charts if you got Westbrook this year in the Knicks on, on 100 fronts. That would be... Uh, that would be fairly epic. Maybe I don't know. Maybe John Wall, or you know, could get something could get moved there at some point. I mean, it, I, I'm kidding because uh, you got the Knicks. I, the Knicks now a point guard, but that would have been a classic uh, spot for for a Knicks team for for uh, for that guy. Yeah, I um, could just keep recycling the same point guards I cover for the rest of my career. It'd be perfect. Honestly, it's Smith not the next. worst way to go. What it's is not the worst way to go? What okay if. If night before the pandemic canceled the season and Brooks trade are the top two weirdest Wizards moments of the last two years or the last three years, what is what else is on that list? On the weird list? Um, oh, God, I have no memory and I've been footballing. Let me think here. Uh, I mean... I will just say this. This is not a, meant in a self-serving way, but the fact that this Justin Robinson bit has gone on for as long as it has, I mean, it's got to rank way up there. I mean, I think people think I want him in the Hall of Fame. I, it's such a the, the bit's gone so off the rails with what it, what, what was the original intention. Um, so there's that. Um, the, wait, you want to you want to talk about him uh, signing his two way? We'll do one final uh, Isus Anonymous Look, segment. All, all, all I, all I can say is the team that just won the NBA title decided this was a guy they wanted. That's all I can say. <laughs> they're 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 willing to uh, they're willing to take a shot and see what see what happens. It's true. It's happening. I mean, it wasn't the weirdest, but like everything about Westbrook, like all of it, like the entirety of the Westbrook thing from the trade itself, it's a huge deal for John Wall. He shows up, you know, they have all these expectations. He immediately looks kind he's getting some triple doubles, but he doesn't look quite right. Then he's down for the count for a bit. Then he comes back, and then he's like the the the, the Undertaker gif where you think he's dead, and all of a sudden he pops up out of the out of the coffin and he's like playing uh, playing with his hair on fire, and then all that happens, and he helps them get all the way to the playoffs, and then the then they trade him, which you know wasn't sure that was even conceivable, and they get a bunch of stuff. And because of all that, it's kind of hard to know what to make of the Wizards right now. Uh, and, and like, I mean, it was Russell Westbrook is an action packed story at all times. And he was that. And then some, I mean, the, 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 the listeners won't know this, but I will just say that Russell Westbrook was good business for Fred. And, uh, you know, I, I think when you put it, you know, across the board like that, it was it was it wasn't necessarily weird, but there was a lot going on with Westbrook at all times. So he is endlessly fascinating as a human being. And I, I taking it behind the scenes, Ben, I'm going to throw you under the bus very intentionally. Oh, oh, boy. Back in December, you, me, and two other writers in the Athletic DC did uh, kind of a 
end of 2020 awards. There were some of them were awards, but some of them were other stuff. And I think the category that you were arguing me the hardest on was the most it was the most interesting person in D.C. sports. Is that what the title was? Interesting, intriguing, something like that. Yeah, Yeah, the most interesting person, I think, in D.C. sports. And the the wall for Westbrook trade had just happened a week or two earlier. And I was vehement. The answer to that was Russell Westbrook. And you were saying there's no way it's Russell Westbrook. He's been here a week. What is interesting about him right now? What is interesting about him with the Wizards? This is a team that wasn't good last year. They're not interesting. Somebody else is more interesting. I forget who you said was the most interesting. Whoever you said, I ended up winning out and kind of convincing everybody to put Russell Westbrook. And we put Russell Westbrook. And I was definitely correct. He was the most, he wasn't even there for all of 2021. And I think he was endlessly, his entire season was endlessly fascinating. Uh, every single thing that he does, positive or negative, is, <laughs> is, is entertaining to a degree. Uh, and, and he's just, there's not quite another person like him. So, so being, being able to cover that again, I will say, like from my perspective, when I first started to find out about the the Russ, you know, conversations that the Wizards were having, I was just like, oh, God, am I going to cover him again? Because I don't think it's much of a secret that he doesn't really like any beat reporters. <laughs> and so I was like, is this going to happen again? Uh, and I kind of discovered kind of a, 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 a passion for being able to just like if a if a guy is if a person who I cover is extremely interesting, then it can be really fun to just write about extremely interesting people and and chronicle what they're like so that other people can appreciate how interesting they are on the same level that I can. And there is no question he is a absolutely fascinating human being. Uh and and so I'm glad that I I got to do that again for an extra season. I I really enjoyed writing about him and Beal and the the weirdness of of this past year's team. Um yeah, I mean uh it was it was it was a hoot. I mean to say the least. He's not uh he's not uninteresting although it is funny that like, you know, I mean covered Russell Westbrook this year and yet was never actually in the same room as Russell Westbrook at one point, uh, other than less counting the actual gym itself. It's very true. I will say top five weirdest wizards moment from covering them was when, <laughs> was when uh Bonga kicked Rui in the nuts. Oh my God. I was going to mention that. And I was like, eh, that's, a, that's a little like family, you know, family, family friendly podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Ru- Rui had some things going on to say the least. Um, that is that that is uh, is he still wearing that, a that cup when he plays? Because I mean, he made a joke in his first media availability after that about wearing a cup, and then I saw that he actually was wearing a cup after that. I actually don't know if he's still wearing a cup, it's such a weird thing to ask in a press conference. Rui, are you wearing a jock strap right now? Rui, what I, I just don't even know how to possibly ask, <laughs> ask that question. But he was wearing a cup after for a while. That was a weird one. Uh, that was a weird one. Um, so we're we're not gonna. This is not gonna be a mega long one. So I guess uh, the the I guess the 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 last or not the last question, but a question is so like 
put a capper on the Wizards. Like, here you go. Let it out, Fred. What do you actually think? I mean, now we're here. You're about to go cover a team that was better than them last year. So, you know, you don't have to worry about the Wizards. What do you think? Like, what 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 is it? What is your actual view of the Wizards right now? Don't hold back. I don't think I do hold back, really. I think I'm I think I'm I'm a. I think my value to the beat was that I was a dispassionate Wizards person that I don't have actual thoughts on the Wizards. I just sit around thinking about the Wizards and then just let what the Wizards are doing tell me what to think. Uh I I have <laughs> I have no strong thoughts on the Wizards anymore. I just took 3 weeks of vacation. I haven't thought about the Wizards at all during the 3 weeks of vacation. I I think they're going to be okay this year. I think they had a good offseason. I think Tommy Shepard has uh the moves uh, every move that he's done has a particular logic behind it. Whether I agree with a specific move or think that a specific move is really good or a specific move is really not good, I think there's been a larger, grander plan behind each move that he's made dating back to the very, very beginning of when he took over for Ernie Grunfeld. And I think that's something that Wizards fans should be encouraged about, that they have somebody who has a grander plan. They have somebody who at least there is there is a logic and a willingness to explain his logic uh, behind each move that he's making. Uh, and so I think Wizards fans should be encouraged about what he's been, he's been doing. I don't think this team is going to be great, but I think – each year they've kind of organizationally tread trended in a in a better direction. I think that that that's something they should be excited about. I have absolutely no idea what Wes Unsell Jr. is going to be, but uh, you know, people say great things about him. People usually say great things about assistant coaches who get hired as head coaches, but could be worse. They could be saying not great things about him. Um and and you hear really exceedingly wonderful things about Wes Unsell Jr. Um, exclusively, really. I have not heard legitimately like nobody, nobody has called me up and off the record just been like, hey, just letting you know, this guy did this really crappy thing to me once like that. I have not gotten one call at all that has been anything other than glowing about him. And I've gotten a lot of calls about him. Uh, people going out of their way just to say really nice things about him. So people just seem to love that guy. Um, and I guess ultimately what I think about the Wizards is whatever the heck will end up happening with Bradley Beal, which I still don't know. I still don't know. But I guess we'll see. I might come back and, you know, I, I, I it's possible that I write something about the wizards in the next month or two, you know, if I, I don't know what our timeline is going to be in hiring another wizards reporter. And if there is a newsworthy moment, or if I have some sort of wizards idea or anything like that, it's possible that I end up going down to DC and, and helping out on a story if we need it or anything like that. Um, it's, it's also extremely possible that doesn't happen. The good news is Wizards fans are going to be in very good hands. Even in the meantime, David Aldridge is still there. You are still there. Uh, you can still listen to standing room only. Uh, you can still read David. Uh, and and like I said, the company's plan is is definitely to to replace me uh, and and bring somebody else onto the Wizards beat. So uh, Wizards fans will still be in good hands with the Athletic long term and even in the short term for sure. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. 
Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. All right. So now you are this podcast is ending. You're I believe you've told me there will you will not be doing a podcast at this present time in any capacity other than you're doing the the national NBA one. Correct. Yeah. So I'll be doing the athletic NBA show. Uh, I'm on there every Tuesday with Anthony Slater, who covers the Warriors for us and Sam Amick, who's obviously a national NBA writer for us. And and we just talk about around the league stuff. I'll be on there every every Tuesday like I was this past season doing the athletic NBA show. The plan for right now is for me not to do a Knicks podcast. Uh, you know, we'll see how that evolves. But I, I don't think there will be a Knicks podcast. And uh yeah, this 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 podcast is going to be discontinued. Uh, it is it is not. It's it's Wizards After Dark is is over. Uh, it's very it's very sad. Ben, how are you feeling about this? Who, who are you? How are you going to get your Wizards takes off now? Yeah, no, I mean it's concerning. So obviously, I will throw. I'm this like genuinely concerned for you ending this cold turkey. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, look, I do have my own podcast, but it isn't the same when I'm just screaming into the void by myself. <laughs> like I need the other person to like to, to like listen and like, you know, other people like will well, yeah, well, sort of have thoughts. But, you know, you being, you know, on top of the situation and, and uh, you know, having fun with it and, and, and you know, embracing and mocking my nonsense was was part of the was part of the shtick. I will throw this out now. As you said, we're going to get a new Wizards person and i don't know what that's going to be like and i don't know if that means there's a good podcast or who the hell knows but uh my podcast uh the standard room only which is 90 percent about the football team but i do talk about other things and i have talked about this team uh i don't know if this would even work but i'll just say it and you know if the editor if, if your editor wants to cut this out whatever if there's a if there's somebody out there who wants to sponsor me to talk about the wizards once a week and i can run it by my bosses like i'll do it like i'm in because there's a void. I mean, there is no, I don't even know. You could tell me there's another Wizards podcast out there. Stop. There's no actual Wizards podcast of anybody who actually knows anything. So, like, if somebody wants to, you know, figure out a way for me to do it uh, once in a while, maybe I'll even get Fred to come on here, here and there. We can have that conversation. But other than that, I'll just spat off once in a blue moon. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's the end of an era in a lot of ways. I'm going to have to rethink my entire Wizardy, uh, 
plan approach thoughts going going into this uh season now i i got some soul searching to do well ben i owe you about 900 podcast appearances so how could i possibly turn that down uh before before we wrap i need to throw out some thank yous really quick um thank you to andrew schlecht who has been the producer on this podcast for a while. Thank you to Mike Smeltz, who was the producer on this podcast before Andrew. Uh, You guys don't know them well. I've had Andrew on a few times, so you might know Andrew. Uh, but, But those guys were integral into putting this podcast together and making it a thing and building up listenership and audience and all that stuff. And, and they're both awesome. And they're, they're both at the athletic and, and they're just fabulous to work with. And, and they're great. Uh, thank you to the DC team, the athletic DC team that we had. I mean, you know, David Aldridge, like working a uh, part of the reason, like really the number one reason I had just went to Boston when I came to DC, like I had just moved to Boston to take a job covering the Celtics. And, uh, <laughs> man, I don't know if I've told you this. I, I was kind of on the fence. I felt so bad about, I, I had an offer to cover the wizards for the athletic and I felt so bad about leaving the job at Mass Live right after getting there, even though I, I thought this was a better job and all things being equal, I, I, I knew it was the better job. I just I felt terrible potentially leaving. And it was before the Athletic DC had come into form. We didn't know who the editor in chief was going to be yet and all that. And I get a call from a random DC number and I pick up and I had met David before. And we kind of say hi to each other in the halls. I was always a little intimidated because he's David Aldridge. And so I never wanted to come off as overly friendly or awkward or anything like that. And I get a call and it was David Aldridge. And he says to me, Fred, hi, this is David Aldridge. Uh, this is a recruiting call. And and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> That's that's it. I guess I'm definitely coming to DC after this call. So thank you so much, David Aldridge. Like you guys know David's work, obviously, and and obviously that stands out as uh, you know some of the best that's ever been done in this industry covering the NBA. Um, but being able to work for him is just an insane experience and unbelievable. And Greg Lee and Kevin Spain and the rest of the Athletic DC team as well. Um, you know, Greg and, and Kevin were, were editors with me there and both those guys are just incredible. And, um, you know, the rest of the athletic DC team. Um, and thanks so much to you guys for every single person who listens to this podcast. I can't believe you spend this much time listening to the wizards. It's absolute insanity. As someone who sits around thinking about the wizards all the time, it's insane to me that other people also sit around listening to wizard stuff all the time. Like that is baffling to me. So thank you so much for for listening and supporting the podcast and reading my work. And uh, I will still be writing. I will still be doing weird around the league stats trend pieces that I like to do and all that kind of stuff. It'll obviously mostly be on the Knicks, but you know, I still jump on Thunder podcasts every once in a while because I know there's a segment of people who used to read and listen to my Thunder stuff and they want to hear it. They want to read it. They want to listen to it. So so I'm 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 sure I will do a similar thing where I I jump on with Ben and talk wizards every once in a while too, because it's it's fun. And when you you throw yourself into your job as much as I do, it's hard to just give that up. So uh, look out for me on on doing wizard stuff still, and I'm saving the most important thank you for last 
the guy who I'm looking at in our first ever video podcast. Uh, you guys, you guys have no idea. Uh, Ben just does this purely because he is a certified insane person. He just comes on the podcast and doesn't leave and talks wizards for no reason. And it's purely for my benefit, uh, not for his and being able to work with someone um, of Ben's caliber and character is an extraordinary privilege um and it's just it's been a it's been a fucking pleasure man it's just been great it's been fantastic working with you and i am genuinely going to miss it a lot uh i'll avoid uh sarcasm or overly sappiness other than to say uh you know ditto and uh it was it was a lot of fun uh definitely bummed uh you know uh like there are only so many people i feel like i can talk to you about the wizards not the nba but the wizards and uh you know ho- hopefully you and and uh, the in the various uh threads that we have we can keep up some some of that stuff but in terms of the podcast yes it is uh it is a different world and uh look forward to reading your nick stuff and i appreciate you know uh, as much as uh you, you thank me for coming on i appreciate the fact that you let me ramble and sometimes take over the podcast with nonsense so uh yeah. I, I definitely appreciate it i i will say this is the nicest thing i can say to you you're the justin robinson of podcast guests wow <laughs> wow and i will i will miss this a lot i'll miss you know podcasting is the easy part of the job obviously it takes preparation but but you do the preparation for your writing and for your interviews and for your reporting and all that stuff. And the podcast is fun because it's just like, it's really not different from our phone calls, right? Like we have long phone calls where we just talk about the wizards all the time. And it's, it's really the same thing. We just don't curse as much. Like that's the only, that's the only difference. And so, so doing the podcast is always just a really fun, uh, quite frankly, kind of stressless part of a job that can be very stressful and takes a lot of time and a lot of work and a lot of diligence and a lot of responsibilities and all that kind of stuff. So I'll miss doing the podcast. But again, you can catch me on on Tuesdays on the Athletic NBA show. You can read all of my Knicks stuff over at The Athletic and The Athletic New York. Um, and, and I'm sure at some point I'll see something interesting is going to catch my eye about the Wizards. And I'm going to hit up whoever's covering the Wizards for us. I'm going to say, hey, do you mind if I if I if I do that story about about Davis Bertanz's middle toe being slightly longer than the average person's middle toe and that affecting his balance on his jump shot? Do you mind if I do that? And they'll say, no, I really don't think that's a good story idea. You can do that. And I'll do it anyway. That's not true, by the way. I made up the middle toe thing. But I feel like that would be a good balance. It would balance. It would balance out the lack of the of the finger. Slightly less finger, slightly more toe. There, there, there you go. Uh, the big, the big toe. So anyway, it's it's. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's it's really been it's it's been a great time. I loved living in D.C. It's such an amazing city. It's been a great job. It was a great place to work. Um, and it was a great place to live. And um, I, I always end this podcast by saying the next time I'll be podcasting and saying, I'll talk to you then. Uh, but I will just say, I'll see you guys. 
I'll be back at some point on Wizards fill in the blank something. And I guess I'll see you guys then. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.